0: When we talk about mindfulness meditation, what we're doing is training ourselves to be present in the moment with whatever is happening without judgment. That's really the definition of mindfulness meditation. And we do that on the cushion in this formal way so that we can strengthen ourselves to be able to do it out in our everyday lives. And for me, this is really the, what makes mindfulness meditation so important and so um, helpful and really a very, very um, vital practice because it's not just about staying in a relaxed state and a calm mind on the cushion. For me, there's no point in doing it if that's all it is. I mean, it's good to do that every now and then, of course. But it gives us the skills to be able to do that out in our lives, in our relationships, no matter what we're doing, um, in relation to our in relationship to ourselves as well. And this is really the key piece because it starts with building that relationship with ourselves. When we're sitting, we're developing an anchor in the body. Uh, we're really letting our awareness sink into and settle on one particular sensation within the body. And this allows us to start to notice when we leave, because we will, we will leave over and over again, some days more than others. And this is the part that turns a lot of people away from meditation because they think that because they are not able to stop thinking that they are failing. And they're not doing it correctly. But mindfulness meditation, that is the practice. Learning how our minds work. How, when we start to get bored with just sitting in the anchor and we start thinking about all sorts of things, you know, conversation or some trip we have planned or, you know, uh, an argument we got into, we think of all the great things we could have said now, but we didn't then we start to see how our minds work that way. And the actual practice of, of this, the mechanics of this, is as we're sitting in with the anchor, where we're, as we're really letting our awareness just be on the anchor, and, I, and I'm avoiding words like focus and stuff like that because we wanna take it out of the realm of analysis, out of the realm of doing and into The experience of being. So as we're settling in that anchor, we suddenly realize, "Oh, I'm off in my thoughts. I don't know how long I've been there." And then we bring ourselves back to the anchor, and we leave the anchor. We notice we've left, and we bring ourselves back to the anchor. We may have to do it a hundred times. We may have to do it a million times. It doesn't matter how many times we have to do it. The real Practice in that leaving and coming back is the noticing. That's the little sort of light bulb moment. Oh, I've left again. It's also in that little moment when we start to notice how we judge ourselves for not doing what we set out to do. A lot of times judgment will come up. It's the number one thing. We start becoming critical of ourselves for not doing it right, for, oh, I left again, getting frustrated. And when we notice that, so we're noticing several things in this process. We're noticing that we've left. We're noticing how we've reacted to the fact that we left, either because we've left just once or because we keep doing it. And then we bring compassion. And the compassion piece is so important because if we notice that we've left and we force ourselves back, right, like it's sort of like we get frustrated with the dog and we pull on the leash, right, to make him go away that is that is harsh so instead of being harsh with ourselves and yanking ourselves back to our anger we just acknowledge oh, okay look i've done it again it's okay and we give we extend ourselves some grace we extend ourselves this forgiveness sometimes we even thank it you know we even say thank you because it's a message it's a it's a it's a lesson that we're learning about ourselves so we leave, we notice we've left, we come back, we just do it over and over again. It's often it's thoughts, you know, because our minds, our minds are made to think. They don't like to not think, <laughs> but we cannot let them rule us, right? Thoughts, our mind, it's a terrible master. It needs to be a servant, right? So we develop this anchor in the body Why in the body? There are many anchors that we can use, but we use the body because the body has absolutely no choice but to be in the present moment. The body cannot live in the future. The body cannot live in the past. It lives right now in this moment. And so we use it as a tool for allowing, for anchoring ourselves in the moment. And you can, of course, we do it this way on the cushion by consciously developing an anchor in the body, but we can also do it everywhere else in our lives you know when we're driving we can notice the feeling of the steering wheel under our hands that brings us into driving right into the moment right then and there of course we're still driving we're still paying attention <laughs> we have to or we'll die but you know we're we we know that we're driving when we are washing the dishes you know we can focus on the feeling of our feet on the floor bringing us directly into the body we can focus on the feeling of the temperature of the water on our hands, again, bringing us directly into the body. So there are many ways that this shows up in our everyday life as well. And the more we cultivate it in a, in a intentional way on the cushion, the more we're able to do it out in our lives. I always like to use the analogy of what we're doing here in a formal way is like going to the gym, you know, We go to the gym to become stronger, to be more flexible, so we can have a more active life outside the gym. We don't go to the gym so we can keep going to the gym, right? (laughs) Like very few people want to be at the gym ever. (laughs) We know it's good for us, so we do it. So it's a similar thing with with developing a a formal practice and doing a formal practice in our everyday lives, you know, carving out a little bit of time in everyday day. to do a practice is really important because without the the repetition of the reinforcement right of the habit of course we we don't ever really grow our ability to be aware and to be in the present moment and also we deepen our relationships to ourselves a lot of times what brings people to mindfulness meditation meditation in general is really difficult things in our lives, you know, um, really difficult situations, unprocessed grief, unprocessed feelings, you know, a sense of sort of being rudderless, you know, being lost a little bit, not really knowing where to go with our lives. So the more we sit with ourselves and just check in, you know, sometimes I'll just sit down and I'll be like, okay, just talk to me what's going on in there. And then I just listen. And that's what we're doing. We're not doing any mantras. We're not saying anything that, you know, there are meditations for that. But mindfulness, we're really sitting and we're becoming an observer. It's like watching a movie, right? And the more we practice and the more we get to know all of these things about ourselves, the more we can create this space between us and our thoughts and our feelings, just a little gap where we can observe it without identifying with it, without getting super caught up in it, but we can just let it be there. And then we begin to notice how it changes and how it shifts and how we may be in a situation where we feel like we're so overwhelmed. We feel like it's never going to change. We feel like we can't handle it. But then we remember from our practice that everything changes. And we can be with this because we can and we just let it be and then it will change. The feelings change, the situation changes. And in that we've gained control. We have exercised our free will. We actually have rather than being pulled along by circumstances and feelings and being, you know, just kind of thrown all over the place like a rag doll. And this is really the power of mindfulness it really gives us our choice back. And that, that can be life-changing for us, for sure. So let's go ahead and go now into a guided meditation. And so we will come to our whatever sit posture we have chosen on our cushion. And again, you're welcome to have your eyes open with a soft gaze, a couple of feet in front of you, or you can have your eyes closed. we'll begin with three deep inhales and exhales at your own pace And then allow your breath to come into its natural rhythm without controlling or forcing it. And as we allow the the breath to come back to itself in its natural way. Allow your awareness to come into the breath, noticing the qualities, perhaps the temperature of the air as it enters your nostrils. the rush of the flow of the air through your throat the rise and fall of your ribs as it moves with the rhythm of your breath, the temperature of the exhale There are places along this path where you feel an absence of sensation. Noticing everything about the breath. Allow your awareness to continue downward into your body. Noticing the feeling of the cushion beneath you. Your hands as they rest on your lap. Perhaps you can feel the temperature of the room on your skin or the touch of your clothes. bringing all of the sensations you may become aware of in the body into your sphere of awareness. Now, as you allow all of these sensations to be, you may begin to notice one particular sensation is more prominent than the others. Allow this sensation to take up fullness of your awareness noticing all the characteristics of this particular sensation. Perhaps you feel some tingling, some pressure. You may notice if it feels hard or soft or if there is a temperature. These and any other sensation you may notice about this anchor. Just allow it to be there and really make itself known. You may notice from time to time that something takes you away from the anchor. And that's okay. When you notice it, just acknowledge it. Maybe give it a gentle, neutral label, something like thinking, planning, Gently bring yourself back to your to your anchor. as you practice leaving and coming back allow yourself to become aware of any emotions that may accompany the leaving or the realization of the leaving any judgments that may arise any beliefs Include those also in your awareness without getting drawn into the story of those things. Just allowing them to be there, giving them a neutral label, perhaps something like judgment, pleasant, unpleasant, just allow yourself to gently come back to the anchor within your body As we come into the final moments of this meditation, I invite you, if it feels right for you, to place your hand over your heart, on your chest. Sense the tenderness of this gesture toward yourself. And take just a moment to offer yourself gratitude gratitude for creating a space in your day to tend to yourself knowing that you're a priority and being with yourself is important. I'll close out this meditation with this poem called She is Speaking by Julia Fehrenbacher. Do you hear her under there? She is speaking, her voice quieter, fiercer, more certain than the others. Her whispers will make little sense to your sensible mind. Listen anyway. This morning I stood still, so still for so long that I saw shadow slip, slide, drift her way across leaf-strewn lawn. And I know, not because of a thought, not because I have been told or taught, not because I have read it in a hundred wise books. I know that stillness is the way to her and that we are sick and dying from listening to the cowardly voices of others. Inside, underneath, in between the senseless hurry, she is here like sunshine, like always shifting shadow, like the lilies in the light filled field, she is speaking. Will you bend closer to listen? Will you follow her quiet roar? Can you think of a single thing that matters more? You're welcome to come into the room and open your eyes when you're ready.